1: When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Manning calling signals, takes the snap, looks left, lobs it left, first is wide open, touchdown Giants! In the left corner of the end zone! Touchdown! For 35 seconds to go and the Giants regain the lead! Manning the first! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Wakanda.
2: Welcome. The Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Tonight's Casamigos Big Shot of the Night goes to Justin Fields. They were questioning whether this guy is going to be their quarterback of the future. They were talking about... Caleb Williams coming in this week, and he showed up on a night where Bears fans were mourning the loss of Dick Buckus, and he balled out. The kid went to work right away. I mean, I'm I'm looking at the stats, and I'm like, this guy, he, he, this might have been one of his best games of his career. And putting together his stats from last week in the loss, he's gone 43 of 64, With 700 total yards, eight touchdowns, only one pick, a 131.3 passer rating. This is an NFL quarterback. Just a couple weeks ago, people were comparing him to Zach Wilson. Just a couple weeks ago, people were saying, oh, who would you rather have, Justin Fields or Zach Wilson? It's not even close. That shouldn't even be a debate. So Justin Fields gets my uh, 1A for Casamigo's big shot, and then 1B's got to be DJ Moore. I just was watching a sky view of uh, DJ Moore on that one play that they said he stepped out, and I don't know if he stepped out. That might have been another touchdown for him, but he went crazy tonight too. DJ Moore with a career night. Justin Fields goes 15-29 to 29 with 282 yards, four touchdowns, and then DJ Moore catches eight passes for 230 Of those yards, three touchdowns, his longest was 58. Those guys played hard. Those guys got a win. The first win of the season and the first win in 347 days for the Chicago Bears. Bear down. All right, 877-337-6666. I didn't say this in my open, but I have to throw this into the Mets conversation as well. With all the Mets headlines, I think the biggest headline is that Pete Alonzo signed with Scott Boris. Do you know what that means? Are you familiar with Scott Boris? If you're a baseball fan, of course you are. I saw Evan post uh, Big Agent News. Pete Alonzo, well, John Heyman posted Big Agent News. Pete Alonzo hires Boris Corp to represent him as he heads into his free agency year. And Evan Roberts said, uh-oh. And I replied, oh, he has gone. And I put a picture of Garrett Cole Because if you remember after the 2019 World Series, Garrett Cole was becoming a free agent. And the Astros didn't bring him out of the bullpen against the Washington Nationals. And they end up losing that World Series. And Garrett Cole was pissed. And after the game, he's standing in front of the Houston logo. But he's not wearing any Houston merch. Not a jacket, not a hat, not a jersey, nothing. He quickly took all his Houston gear off. And he donned a gray Boris Corp hat. With the Boris Corp logo and the B on it. Scott Boris is the Bond villain of Major League Baseball. Scott Boris now has Pete Alonzo under him. And Scott, Scott, Scott Boris will get top dollar. So what that does is uh you know make you think about what's going on with Pete, right? Uh and also what's going on with Steve Cohen. I've been saying this for a few weeks. Like from the time that the idea of Pete Alonzo being toxic in the clubhouse got floated on WFAN, and I brought Disha on, and, you know, fans were talking about trading him. I'm like, how did we get here? How did we get from beginning of the season talking about this guy's on pace to hit more home runs than Aaron Judge, comparing um, Matt Alonzo – Matt Alonzo, sorry, I'm sick. I'm not even like – my brain is not even together. Why did I say Matt Alonzo? Pete Alonzo, Matt Olson, comparing Matt Olson's contract, Freddie Freeman's contract – um, Anthony Rizzo's contract and what kind of contract we thought Pete Alonzo might get to at the end of the year, the Mets being completely out of it and us saying they're going to trade him because of some rumors about the Brewers where Stearns was and the Cubs who still seem hot on his trail. I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is that Pete Alonzo was a supporter of Buck Walter. And what I've been saying all year is that Pete Alonzo was here before all of this. He was here before Steve Cohen. He was here before Billy Epler's two seasons. He was here before they brought in Max Scherzer. And he watched Max Scherzer come in and suck for $43 And Verlander come in and miss half the season and then get traded. And, you know, he collected. And he's watching Francisco Lindor make all this money. And his buddies Jeff McNeil got paid. And Brandon Nimmo got paid. Starling Marte comes in. And all these other guys come in and get paid. Edwin Diaz gets paid. And it's like, hey, what about me? I've been Mr. Met for years. You know, I made more money off the home run derby than I'm making here. Where's my check? Where's my extension? When am I going to get paid? And when you kind of got to sit around and watch everybody come in and get their payday and you've been the face of the franchise, at some point you're going to say, what about me? And I think that's the point that uh, Pete Alonzo is at right now, getting Scott Boris to represent him. 877-337-6666. Let me take a call, and I got – Plenty more to fill this next two hours. My guy Avery out in St. Louis. What's up, Avery? You're back on the fan.
3: Hey, Keith. Always glad to be back on the fan.
2: How are you? I'm good, man. I just, I've been under the weather. Like, you know, the phrase under the weather, this weather the last couple weeks. Well, you're in St. Louis. How's the weather out there?
3: It's not weather related. It's other stuff. But I had a bit of a cold this week, too. I'm blaming it on the weather
2: and and my uh, five-month-old baby. Because he's little been coughing and, and sneezing, and then it's summer, then it's it's fall, then it's uh, raining for three days, and then it's 80 degrees, then it's 58 degrees. <laughs> you don't know how to dress. And, you know, I'm coming out of my <laughs> house at night to drive to WFAN and do the night shift. Sometimes I'm in a t shirt, yeah. sometimes in a, I'm in a hoodie. I haven't been able to shake this little cold, but I'm here.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, <clears throat> I called this talk Giants, but I did want to say DJ Moore is in my fantasy team. 49 points. He's a, I put him in each of my teams in two separate leagues. I Smart. took that risk. And it paid off tonight. So I'm very happy about that.
2: Smart. I mean, I'm glad I wasn't playing against him. I'm foolish. I didn't have him in in any of my parlays tonight. I had a bunch of parlays for the commanders. I thought the commanders were going to come out there and roll the 0-4 Bears. Um, they were almost a touchdown favorite. But I think, you know, once uh the passing of Dick Buckus hit that team, that organization. Those guys went in there and they played their best game of the season. That was that was a good one for the Bears faithful.
3: Yeah. So with regards to the Evan Neal situation, I mean, I was annoyed about it until he explained himself. And when he felt remorseful, I started to get it more. And you know, I don't I think I think we can move on and forgive him. Don't you?
2: Absolutely. I think the reaction to the article was overblown. But that's what's going to happen here in New York. There are so many hardworking people here in New York City. There are so many people that work in the food industry. There are so many Giants fans. There are so many Giants fans. Like, I was talking to my boy Jay Schmees. Schmees, I don't know if you're listening, but Jay Schmees, he's like a professional cook, like a a full-on chef. He's literally making burgers and hot dogs in the parking lot of MetLife. And I was right. talking to him today. He's like, bro, that was wild disrespectful. He's like, I, f- I felt that. Like, I felt like that was an attack on me. He lives in he's Rutherford. So okay. He's got season tickets to the Giants. He's like, when I heard that, it felt personal. But, like, no, it wasn't <laughs> that deep. And, like I said, Evan Neal is yeah. a 23-year-old kid who, you know, life for him. He's he's coming out of Alabama where uh, it's Roll Tide, and everyone he sees is an Alabama fan, loves him. He went to IMG Academy with all other top recruits, they rolled every team they played, and I'm sure he was, you know, being told he was going to the NFL when he was in middle school. So now that he's hit yeah. some adversity, he didn't know how to handle it, and I attribute a lot of it to social media. I'm on social media all the time, and I see it. Yeah. Like people hate on me all day, and I, I get a kick out of it. I, I have a good, like, you know, filter for it. But like these athletes don't. They 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 take it and they wear it, mm. and they don't realize like you got to ignore that stuff and just focus on, yeah. on what you can control.
3: It it certainly makes the whole sporting world and the rest of the world with that more complicated, that's for sure. Um, But with that, I mean, regardless, one way or another, these Giants really – I mean, this team that we thought was going to be so good, they need to shape it up. They can't go into Miami at least without putting up a fight. Daniel Jones has to make plays. The defense has to make tackles. The receivers have to actually receive – it's getting a little bit ridiculous to watch them now. And it's very, very, hold your breath, see if he'll make that catch. Hold your breath, see if that pass will land, you know?
2: I do know. I've watched all of the games, and tonight watching this Bears-Commanders game, I'm like, both of these teams are better than the Giants. Yep. Every
3: team I've seen on television is better yeah, than the Giants. Yeah, that, and that's the concerning. better than the Giants. And that is team.
2: really concerning, because October 29th, the Jets play the Giants. That's going to be like the Super Bowl here. Speaking of my boy Jay Schmies, we're uh we're setting up a tailgate. I might DJ at the tailgate while he grills, because like that's all we're gonna have here, New York football wise. But back to the Giants. Yeah. Uh it's in an any given Sunday league. Dory Jackson called into BT and Sal, and he said it's in an any given Sunday league. Anything can happen, and we've seen that. I think they need yeah. Saquon and Andrew Thomas back this week. But I've also been on record saying if those guys aren't ready to go, if they're 70%, if they're not a hundred percent, then don't don't rush them don't rush them to play against the dolphins and the bills two afc teams like make sure they're right why for the commanders you be
3: devastated without them though why aren't they good enough they're, why aren't they good enough without those guys why those
2: two guys are your two best offensive players by a lot like like andrew thomas is one of the best left tackles in the league like without him daniel jones is daniel jones is getting hit every play and i've been defending daniel jones because i feel like people are turning on daniel jones because of his contract and the lack of performance. Half of his interceptions aren't his fault. They were they were tipped off of a receiver. And playing the quarterback position when you're under fire like that is incredibly hard. It's already hard to read defense as read defenses as they're disguising coverages and blitzes. But when you're getting hit every play, it changes your whole mindset. He's he's altered, he's not making the right reads, he's forcing, he's trying to do it on his own. I feel for the guy. He needs Saquon back there to at least be able to hand the ball off to. Matt Breida is ineffective. Uh, Gary Brightwell, that's not it. They need Saquon to be able to go. And maybe if Saquon can go, they'll be able to compete. But I don't think there's any way that they beat the Dolphins on no. Sunday, and then they have another primetime game, Sunday night football oh. in Buffalo. And people are now saying the Buffalo Bills are the best team in football since they rolled the Dolphins after the Dolphins put up 70 on the Broncos. So it's not getting it's not getting any easier.
3: Yeah, thanks for taking my call, Keith. Take care. Feel better.
2: I will. Thanks for the call, Avery. Like I said, I'm, I'm off tomorrow. So we will definitely do my Week 5 picks, Football Friday. It's officially Friday. Happy Friday, everybody out there. Um... Yeah, I'm, I'm fine, but I already I already had Friday scheduled off anyway, so I'll, I'll rest up and be good for next week. Excited for next week. I'll be here all five days. Next week, back to the phones, 877-337-6666. I will mix in some thoughts about the Jets as well. Last night I was talking about how, you know, this game was circled because of Sean Payton's comments on Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett came out and said that they haven't spoke. And, uh, you know, Nathaniel Hackett is trying to deflect, and he doesn't want to talk about last year at all, his failed only season as a head coach in the NFL. But, man, I feel like the the Broncos have this game circled as well. So, you know, it's like the table's turned because there's one big guy missing. There's one big factor missing, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers at training camp basically said, keep my coach's name out of your mouth and called out Sean Payton, and now he can't play. So the Broncos are signing, they're, you know they they're, that's a check that the uh, you know the Jets can't cash. Like the, the Broncos are looking at the Jets like okay, let's see if Zach Wilson can do it again. because now we have on film what the Jets did to open up the playbook and try and throw the Chiefs off their scent a little bit. What else you got in your bag of tricks, Nathaniel Hackett, What else you got in that playbook? I think talent wise, the Jets match up well against them. But you got to go to the altitude and mile high. It's week five. The Broncos are coming off their first win. You've lost three in a row. People are ready to crown Zach Wilson as a superstar, as a legit NFL quarterback off of one performance, which I give him. He outplayed Patrick Mahomes. He's the first player ever to throw more touchdown passes, less interceptions, and have more yards than Patrick Mahomes in a game. But he's got to do it again. And now I feel like the Denver Broncos and Sean Payton – They're using the reaction that the Jets had as fuel to go into this game and beat the Jets, and it's a must-win game for the Jets. There are not too many games on the schedule that I'm sure the Jets are going to be able to win. After this, you got to face the Eagles. This is a must-win road game for the Jets. Um, Last year, Brees Hall did his thing out there. I I think they got to run the ball. That's how you throw them off your scent. It can't be on... Zach Wilson again so Jets fans call me up tell me what you're thinking 877-337-6666 back to the phones we go Steve is in Wyckoff what's up Steve you're on the fan hey
4: Keith I just wanted to say uh, I really enjoyed um I really enjoy your uh your show and I um I I the first night I I I listened to you was when you had Kenny Pickett on
2: yeah that's my uh, guy same high school uh, same same
4: town I know, and I, I thought you did an awesome job, and I, I really enjoy what you uh, um, your perspective on everything. Um, as far Appreciate as the Jets it. concerned, they got to give got to give back uh, a little bit more chance. I know it's everyone says, oh, he's had enough, but you still the glimmer, he's
2: there. Yeah, they they're definitely going to give him a chance, and I felt like last week he flipped the narrative. Right, a lot of us were saying, okay, he's got just this first half to show the world that he can play quarterback in the NFL or they're going to have to go to Tim Boyle or they're going to have to get Trevor Simeon ready for the Broncos game. No, he held them off. He showed the world he can throw the ball. He showed the world he can read a defense. He showed the world that he can put a drive together. So the Jets are going to keep rolling with him. Rob Sala came out there to say, if Zach plays like that, we're going to win a lot of games. So if your head coach is endorsing you like that, then then your, your job is safe at least for the next couple of weeks. Absolutely. I think he's got a lot of promise. I mean... It's confidence. It's confidence. I think his confidence is is built up because he went in and played better than Patrick Mahomes with the world watching on Sunday night football, Taylor Swift night. He didn't fold. I love that. I love that game. It was awesome. It was a great, great night. Yeah, the refs ruined it, but it was a good game. It was a good game.
4: Yeah, that was definitely not a holding call. I mean, that was a... It was so bogus,
2: man. I just was like, I I couldn't believe it. I'm like, I have not seen the refs miss calls and blatantly... Like call make calls in the in the favor for one team to stay in the game. Like it just it, well, everything favored the Chiefs.
4: I don't know how I don't know how if you're old enough to remember when the Seahawks played the uh, Steelers in that Super Bowl. Yes, that was one of the worst officiated Super Bowls I've ever seen.
2: Yeah, it's and it, I'm a
4: Seahawks fan, so
2: <laughs> it, it makes you think. You know, the NFL's whole tagline is "You can't make this up." It's not scripted. Well, there's there's definitely a lean. It's not scripted, but we definitely know who you're favoring, especially when the day after the NFL changes their Instagram bio to the Chiefs are 2-0 and as Swifties. It's like all of this is marketing. All of this is a, a marketing oh, plan.
4: Yeah, yeah, it is. And it's it's all about the money for them.
2: All about the money. Steve, thank you for the call and the compliments. My guy Kenny Pickett's back too this week. Kenny Pickett went down with a knee bruise last week. That's like, I don't know, like Watching Kenny Pickett play because I I, I met the kid when he was 11 and I was 21, and he's from my town and we have friends in common. And it's like, like watching him play football and get hit, it's like I feel the hits. I could watch other, I could watch Daniel Jones get hit all day. That's perfectly fine. (laughs) But Kenny getting hit, I'm like, ah, ah, come on. When Kenny went down in that Texans game, I thought he had an MCL, ACL injury. But he's a tough kid. He's a Spartan. He's going to play. He practiced this week. He's going to play this week. So, coming up, my uh, my NFL picks after this break. I will give you my picks looking into week five. Let's see if we can sneak a couple calls in before the halfway point. Carissa in Connecticut. Go for it. You're on the fan.
5: Hi, Keith. Um, how are you tonight?
2: I'm good. I'm good. I Just a little congested. Uh, been on Benadryl and Dayquil and afrin and you know just not giving up my shows though not not a uh, not having someone fill in for me i'm off tomorrow so i'll be fine how are you
5: i'm good thanks had a great day um just wanted to call in and talk about your thoughts for our sunday night game this week
2: hmm. bum, bum, da. Bum, bum, waiting all day for sunday night the biggest thing for me about this sunday night game is everything is pointing to the niners winning right They're undefeated this season. They're undefeated with Brock Purdy. They've beat the Dallas Cowboys the last three times they faced them. Uh, Christian McCaffrey scoring a touchdown every game he's going for this streak. They're at home, right? The Cowboys have already lost a game this season. Everybody's pointing to the 49ers. But the Dallas Cowboys are getting their full offensive line together for the first time since 2021. Healthy. They're going to have their, their full starting offensive line. And Dak Prescott knows that he has to silence some critics in this game. It's not a playoff game, but the San Francisco 49ers have been your nemesis. And this is a long-standing rivalry for years, from the 90s back to, back to Joe Montana. And the, the Cowboys have five Super Bowls. The Niners have five Super Bowls. They have diehard fan bases across the country. I can't wait to watch this game. I think the X factor for the Cowboys is going to be the play calling. The last couple years, it's been Kellen Moore, and it's been close games. I think the Cowboys lost, like, 23-17 two years ago, and then they lost, like, 19-16 or something. Like, like low-scoring, close games. I think that they're going to be a lot better suited with Mike McCarthy's play style against that Niners defense. And if they can stop Christian McCaffrey, it's going to be anyone's game. The Niners are favored three and a half, but I I think the Dallas Cowboys can beat them. I know everything's pointing – for the 49ers to stay undefeated and win, but uh, this is going to be the first team that the Niners face in their weight class this season.
5: Yeah, well, I mean, the Cowboys, you know, they just have to start scoring in the red zone. I mean, I know with Mike McCarthy, everyone's all excited, but it hasn't proven to be very fruitful in the red zone, unfortunately, yet. Yeah. Um, I know this is the first time Tyler Smith's going to play guard next to Tyron Smith, so, I mean, that's going to be interesting to watch, hopefully, as long as everything goes well and everyone... Plays on Sunday, you know,
2: yeah, Dak, three. Dak throwing that interception in the uh, red zone against the Cardinals is like, come on, Dak! Like that's what you did last year. It absolutely can't happen. But uh, I think with the full offensive line, uh, with you know the receivers being healthy, with Tony Pollard being good, you know they're they're going to be able to compete. The Niners face the Steelers. The Steelers aren't in their weight class. The Rams aren't in their weight class, and they had a little trouble with them. Um, the Giants obviously aren't in their weight class, and neither are the Cardinals. This is going to be the Niners' third home game in a row, and the Cowboys fans travel well. It's Sunday night football. It's the only game on. It's going to be a heavyweight matchup.
5: Yeah, you think low-scoring, defensive shutout? or
2: uh, I think both defenses are are going to play well. I think it could be a low-scoring game. The over-under is 45. I think it could be a low-scoring game, yeah.
5: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. I mean, you know, hard for me to be a Cowboys fan in Connecticut, but... You know as well as anyone that the biggest crit- critics of the Cowboys are the fans themselves, and it just is unfortunate that the Cowboys always seem to play down to the consensus. Um, yeah, it's of rough. Their it's rough.
2: I mean, I, what I always say to people is they're America's team to laugh at. I always say they're frauds because I've been doing this since '93, uh, and uh, you know when I was in elementary school they won Super Bowls, but as a grown man and even as a high schooler, college kid. I've just seen defeat after defeat and first-round exit, and we have fun during the regular season. Like, I'll say that. Like, they have, you know, 12-win seasons, 13-win seasons, 10-win seasons, where for the most part, you have fun through September, October, November. But once we get to December, January, they seem to always fold. I blame Jerry Jones. Yep,
5: and then we are victim to all the memes that our friends send us.
2: Yeah, the Cowboys games are on the History Channel. Cowboys fans are delusional, and, yeah, we, we've seen it. And you just keep waiting for the year, right, because they do draft well. They do seem to always have some top players. Um, even with this no, this news about Randy Gregory, I laughed when I saw, okay, the, the Broncos are going to release Randy Gregory. The Cowboys drafted him. He had issues coming out of Nebraska. He was another one of those Jerry Jones projects, like, oh, you know, I can get the best out of this guy. He won't be any trouble here. But uh, the Cowboys tried to re-sign him, and he was, like, seconds away from signing with the Cowboys. There was some wordage in the end of his contract that he didn't like. He signs with the Broncos. The Cowboys dodged one. Um, I-, I-, I can't I wait agree. for this game because if the Cowboys win this game, I know it's not playoffs, but it will propel them through the rest of the season. And just for bragging rights, right? Like, they lose to the Cardinals it's two weeks ago. For our <laughs> you
5: know, it's playoff feeling.
2: No, it's playoff feeling. But, like, when they lost to the Cardinals two weeks ago, I know just around here, right, like we celebrated beating the Giants and the Jets, but as soon as they lose to the Cardinals, everybody wants to rub it in your face. So if they beat the Niners, Mm -hmm. what say you now?
5: Yeah, exactly.
2: Enjoy it, Carissa. Enjoy it. Thanks for the call. 877-337-6666. Like, you know, rooting for teams, especially a team like the Dallas Cowboys, people try to make it seem like, oh, you're in Connecticut or you're from New Jersey. How could you pick the Dallas They are a national team. I think the 49ers are another team that's a national team. When I was a kid on the playground, I had a Dallas Cowboys starter jacket. A few other kids had a Dallas Cowboys starter jacket. Other kids have 49ers starter jackets, and the rest were Jets and Giants. Those were the most popular teams in the late 90s. And I think the Steelers are another team that's got national fans. The Patriots, with their run, they've got fans everywhere. The Chiefs are kind of building into that too where you see little kids with red 15 Patrick Mahomes jerseys the NFL is king the NFL is the sport where it doesn't matter where you are and what team you watch because it's easy to watch the games they happen once a week and now there's NFL Plus there's NFL ticket on YouTube and you know even with the Cowboys they're on cable television almost every week you don't you don't miss too many games now it's a little harder to be a Texas Rangers fan in new jersey it's a little bit harder to be a arizona diamondbacks fan in connecticut you'd have to stay up and watch the west coast games you would need mlb tv you'd have to pay for that service to watch all 162 games that's a little different but um anywho 877-337-6666 we're gonna break here and when we come back i will give you my picks if you're on hold stay on hold i'm gonna get to you i see people want to talk thursday night football giants some more mets conversation And uh, we'll definitely do that. Let's take this break and we'll be right back.
1: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Although
5: things are going to change next year,
1: we're going to move across the street. There are a few
2: things with the the New York Yankees that never never change. It's pride, it's tradition, and most of all, we have the greatest greatest fans in the world.
1: When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app.
2: Right back at it on The Fan. Keep McPherson rocking out till 2 a.m. This is my last show of the week. Let's go through the week five picks for the NFL. I'll tell you what I think. Starting off with another game in London. Shad Khan's Jacksonville Jaguars might as well be London's home team. They stayed out there after playing in London last week. I don't know if you guys watched the uh, Toy Story Fun Day Football. I did. I thought it was cool. I'm taking the Jaguars to cover that five and a half. I love it in London. It's not for everybody, but I, I've been over there a bunch. I proposed to my wife in London. I went to the uh, Yankees Red Sox London series um, just about a year ago. I went um, to London for my baby moon. Uh, people didn't know that my wife was pregnant, but um, we took a nice little trip over there. I, I can't wait to go back to London. I think it's it's a great place. And the Jacksonville Jaguars stayed there uh, for a week and got comfortable. And the Buffalo Bills had to fly out there after beating the Miami Dolphins. So I think they're going to be feeling themselves a little bit. And I think the Jacksonville Jaguars have the chance to kind of catch them sleeping. I'm taking the Jaguars plus five and a half. The Houston Texans are going to Atlanta to face the Atlanta Falcons. Desmond Ritter, in my opinion, is going to be looked at as the worst quarterback in the NFL pretty soon. It won't be Zach Wilson. It'll be Desmond Ritter and He's got weapons all around him. He's got B. John Robinson. He's got Kyle Pitts. He's got Drake London, uh, Tyler Algier, Cordell Patterson. But I don't know. There's something wrong with the guy. Mack Hollins came out and apologized for the uh, viral clip of him kind of jumping at him when he tried to uh, you know, talk to him on the sideline. I think it's it's bad in Atlanta. And I think Atlanta is trying to get into the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. A win by the Bears. you know, Atlanta might be looking to tank all the way. The Houston Texans, they're not looking to tank. They had two top five picks. They got C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson Jr. And C.J. Stroud is looking like one of the better quarterbacks in the league as a rookie. So I like the Texans there, plus one and a half on the road in uh, Atlanta. Give me the Texans. The Carolina Panthers head up to Detroit to place to face the Detroit Lions. The Panthers don't stand a chance against the Lions The spread is minus 10, and Jamison Williams is back. I alert you that Jamison Williams is back. I was able to pick him up in one of my fantasy leagues. He is a top-drafted receiver from two years ago. He got suspended for gambling. He's back. That's going to open up their offense even more. Uh, I'm going to take the Detroit Lions money line. I just think 10 is a lot. Actually, the, the Panthers are cooked man I'm taking them uh I'm taking the, the lines to cover that 10 at home they need they need another bounce back win at home after they disappointed on their opener the Tennessee Titans face the Indianapolis Colts uh in Indianapolis the Titans are riding high off of beating Joe burrow and those guys and I think that they will go into uh Colt's territory and beat them I'm not really sure about Anthony Richardson and those guys I think Tennessee is more of a cohesive unit they've been Playing together longer. Derrick Henry's getting going. Give me the Titans minus two and a half. The G-Men, a.k.a. the FG-Men, the New York field goal giants, are going down to Miami. Welcome to Miami. Bienvenido. Ami, Ami. Party in the city where the heat is on. They're going to have a party this Sunday. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be pretty. I'm taking the Dolphins minus 11 and a half. And it's funny, right? In a week where Evan Neal uh, takes a shot at the fans, Miami is a place where I guarantee you Giants fans are making the trip. There might be somebody listening right now that's going to fly down to see this game over the weekend, and they will still be there to support the team, uh, even though this guy took a shot at them. You know, He apologized, but these people spend hard-earned money to book trips, and I guarantee you that the Giants fans will be well-represented down there, even though the Giants are playing like one of the worst teams in football. The Baltimore Ravens versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm taking the Ravens, and uh, Odell Beckham Jr. is coming back. They're probably going to try and get him involved. Kenny Pickett is my guy. I always am rooting for Kenny Pickett, but I feel like he's going to be playing on one leg. The Steelers have a good defense, but I just, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just not feeling the Steelers this year. They're not there yet. They're still in, the, in a rebuilding phase. They're still trying to figure out who and what they are. Uh, the Ravens are minus four and a half. I'm taking the Ravens in that game. The New Orleans Saints go up to Bill Belichick land to face the Patriots. The Patriots are not good at all. Uh, The Saints aren't good at all, really. I don't know. That one's a push. The spread is only one. I don't know. I'm taking the Saints. I just think Mac Jones is is an issue. They might end up with Bailey Zappi. Uh, Matthew Judon is hurt. Christian Gonzalez went down. So give me the Saints. Their their defense is feeling it. The Cincinnati Bengals go to Arizona to face the Cardinals. And Joe Burrow and those guys know they got to get a win. And uh, I think they're going to be revved up to go. And I think the Cardinals, you know, they had their their nice little win against Dallas. But they're going to start reverting back to what we all really thought they were. Give me the Bengals to go in there and get a win. The Philadelphia Eagles go all the way out to L.A. to face the Los Angeles Rams. You got to pick an upset, right? There's got to be an upset. I'm going to take the Rams in that one. I like the story with this Puka Nakua kid. And Cooper Cup is back. I'm taking the Rams plus... Four and a half, but I think they can even beat them. Sunday, I might take a money line. Uh, I'm tired of the Eagles, man. They got to lose at some point. Almost lost to the Commanders last week. The Kansas City Chiefs, without Taylor Swift. I don't think she's trying to go to Minnesota. Kansas City Chiefs are minus three and a half point favorites going to that football palace, U.S. Bank Stadium in Minnesota. I got to go there one day. I always tell people I, I was going to the All-Star game in Minnesota at Target Field in 2014, and I could see the like outline of the stadium they were building and to see that place come to life. They have one of the best stadiums in football that no one talks about, but they're going to take another L. The Chiefs are going to go in there and get a win, but I expect a high-scoring game. The over-under is 52. There's going to be fireworks in that one, but give me the Chiefs minus 3.5. The New York Jets versus the Denver Broncos. Nathaniel Hackett's old team and his current team, And all the talk about Sean Payton saying what he did and didn't do last, it doesn't matter. Talk is cheap. The Denver Broncos are favored in this one. And I'm taking the Broncos. They've got these alternate snow-capped helmets. And they know that they've been struggling this year and there are not that many wins left on their schedule. They had a galvanizing win last week against the Bears coming back to steal that game from Chicago and I guarantee you out there in Colorado, they watch what the Bears just did to the Commanders. That gives them more confidence. And I know everybody is so high on Zach Wilson after one game. I don't know if Zach Wilson can do it again. I'm taking the Denver Broncos minus to the two there. Waiting all day for Sunday night. My Dallas Cowboys are facing off against the San Francisco 49ers, a rivalry that I've dealt with my entire life. I was just reading something about Brian Schottenheimer, And how when he was with the Seattle Seahawks, he had success against his Niners team. And also you may remember that Trey Lance was traded for from the 49ers to the Dallas Cowboys this year. There's a mole in the building. They said that all week he's been helping the Cowboys prepare for the Niners. He met with the coaching staff early in the week about personnel, system knowledge, Um, providing the defense with quality reps running the scout team and just probably telling them signals and wordage and anything for the Cowboys to get an edge. If there ever was a time for the Cowboys to step up and beat the Niners, right? they might not do it in the playoffs. They might not do it when we get to January, but I need them to do it this week. I can't pick against them this week. I'm taking the Cowboys minus. No, they're plus three, plus three and a half. I knew they weren't favored in that game. The Green Bay Packers... Versus the Las Vegas Raiders, these are the definition of mid. These teams, the the Raiders are a mess, man. With the Chandler Jones stuff and the viral video of the fan getting at uh, uh, Mark Davis. And they're calling already for Josh McDaniels to be fired. The Green Bay Packers going on the road to Vegas. Their fans travel well. Uh, That's another stadium I got to get to, Allegiant Stadium. I don't know, man. I really don't know in this game. The Packers aren't good. The the Raiders aren't good. The Raiders need a win. I'm going to take the Raiders minus one in that game Monday night. And that's all my picks for week five. If I put $5 on those picks, that would win me $21,387, which means that absolutely is not going to happen. 877-337-6666. Let's get back to the phones. Let's talk this talk. We got Jets to talk about, Giants to talk about, a ton to talk about with the Mets and uh reaction to Thursday night football that we just saw and heard right here on the fan. Let's go to Rocco and Saratoga. Right back at it. What's up, Rocco?
6: Hey bro, how's it go? Thanks for taking one for the team, dude. Coming in with all your men. Yeah. Thanks.
2: Uh sorry about that. I don't know. Yeah.
6: That's okay. Your phone. You got a call. Hope everything's okay. Yeah,
2: everything is fine. I'm
6: getting a call on my. Yeah, how's notebook. Jackson? How's Jackson?
2: He's good. He's he's sleeping well, and uh, you know he's 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 at the stage where he knows he can roll over now, so he's rolling a lot. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a wild yeah. ride. I'm 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 blessed to have him wh- in my life. Wh- wh-
6: what are you going to train him to be, a QB or a lineman? The Giants can use him, man. <laughs> I don't Come
2: know. On. I I really hope he wants to play football. Whatever he wants to be or do, I, I got his back. Uh, he's a big yep. kid yep. already, so I, I've been saying, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm 6'2", hey. 200. I'm like, I want him to be like 6'3", Keep like 225.
6: Keep on feeding him, man.
2: Yep. Yep. He get... stays fed. He's He's got bottles every three hours, and we're <laughs> mixing uh, some soft food. He's got butternut squash. He's got apples. We introduced hey. him to some peas today. Uh he's got pears, he's got uh sweet potato. It's, it's Hey, crazy. I'm coming over for lunch, Keith man. <laughs> nah, hey. you don't you don't want his mushed up baby food.
6: <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's co- hey, I'm gonna save you some money, dude, okay? Look, go with the Niners and, and the Cowboys game, go with the over and go with the Niners. Yeah. Sorry,
2: dude. No, I'm I know. Sorry. I'll probably I'll probably hedge. I'll probably take the Niners. The they've they've owned them. Everything is telling you to bet the Niners. Everything is telling there's not really anything telling you that the Cowboys go in there and beat them in their home stadium. No. They've had the Cowboys number for years. They don't lose games. Like it is what it is. The Cowboys will find yeah. a way to blow it.
6: All right. Save yourself some money. Forget that parlay. That's not
3: happening, dude. Yeah, no way.
2: Okay. I never right. bet on all the games. Uh, uh, that's a thirteen leg parlay. I would never put a thirteen leg parlay together. There's no, no, no way. it happening. is. And
6: then, yeah. If you ever do that, then I'm on your train. You call every game for me. Every game
1: I, you ever
2: do. I think that. I, I always I stop at like like half of that, like six or seven legs. And I, I mean, I've, I've been close, but. I don't know, I don't get too deep in the gambling. I, I do five ten dollar bets and what I really do is is try and do the same game parlays with like touchdowns, yards, uh over unders, and I just do it to make yeah. the games a little bit fun yeah fun. I don't but I don't I don't bet a lot I, of money.
6: They suck you in. You always get close, but you never win the grand prize, you know? Yep. That's that's the way it works. Yep. But it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. It it's makes all... the game a little
2: bit more fun. Yeah. I wish I had an inkling that DJ Moore was gonna go crazy tonight. I had no oh, idea. Oh
6: man, the Lone Ranger who, who was that masked man? Who was that? That's DJ the
2: guy before? they traded for. That's the guy they traded for. That's exactly who they wanted. Yeah.
6: And, and, and Fields, can Zach do the same thing as Fields did two two weeks in a row? Can he come up big in Denver? Maybe he could pull a Justin Fields. That would be pretty awesome.
2: Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I think it's going to be tougher maybe, for him on. out there. Uh, I just, come,
6: I, on. Give, I, come on. give the kids I, want to,
2: I want to see it. I want, I want to believe that the Jets can go out there and get a win, but –
6: yeah, give him a chance. Have you seen and Zach Wilson Neil,
2: have back to back good games in the NFL? I never have. This would be a first.
6: And Neil better play the game of his life in Miami. Yeah, Giant fans do travel and will travel, and they'll boo him down in Miami if he doesn't put up or shut up. Yeah, well,
2: luckily he's from that? he's from Florida, so he should have some family there. He should have some support well, then there. <laughs>
6: He should I, play like he yeah, wants to play. Yeah, play the game of your play.
2: life. He should leave it all on the field. He should be blocking right. like his he, life depends on it.
6: Absolutely. He should play like he wants to play. So he better put up or shut up to say stuff about fans. Hey, you got giant fans going back to Charlie Conley, Andy Robustelli, Kyle Rhodes, Frank Gifford, Y.A. Tittle. Giant fans are forever. Yeah. And, and then I had my last ticket that the Giants played the stubs from at Yankee Stadium, all right? I still have those stubs, all right? So And, and then they went to the Yale Bowl, the concrete bowl for a couple of years. Giant fans still went along. They went wherever the Giants of went course. while they were building the Meadowlands.
2: Of course. Last okay. night when I was talking about it, I said, this kid's 23. There are people that are still Giants fans that have been Giants fans twice the amount of years he's been on the planet. Oh,
6: twice? Ten times? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not ten Come times. On. <laughs> 10 yeah, times would be November. 230, You're 46 about going years. Back 50s. <laughs> going back to the 50s, going back to the 50s, there's yeah. still giant fans and they're still in there. Talk about fans, come on. Not yeah, This is a low blow.
2: It's just, you know, it's weak. Uh, this guy's calling himself a lion and... The fans are sheep, and you know attacking people's jobs He know he, he yeah, knew both had people's jobs He knew Man, he you're messed like up. So are
6: you NFL player, and you're making the money you make? Right, you're, you're, your job.
2: you're blessed. You're it's blessed. We all weren't blessed job. to be six eight three forty, but yeah, I heard Evan talking about it. He's like, you know, people can be losers, you know, that are rich. People can be losers that are in the NFL. Like we're not losers because we're, we don't we don't play in the NFL like you do. Like I don't know. I just think the kid. So he's
6: never. At a McDonald's. No, he definitely Come has. On.
2: If you take a look at right. him, and
6: so and so, he doesn't appreciate the people working no, in there. It was just
2: weak, man. Versa. It was just Come weak, on. and like I said, it, people have a hard time separating social media from real real life. I literally have in an iPhone where you can like make a folder. I have the title of my folder that has all of my social media is is titled "Fake Life." So I just have that yeah. reminder before I tap into it. Like this is all fake. Like you're right. talking to you're talking to random people, and you can pretend to be right. anything you want on social media. Some people don't put their face, they don't put their names, but they they say terrible things about people. It's fake. You can't carry they're it into idiots. your real life.
6: They're idiots. That yeah. if that if that's what they're spending their time doing, get right. a life.
2: Right. That's what you get do. You wake a- up every day to <laughs> be a hater online and hide. Good for you.
6: <laughs> yeah. Get- they're the light. Yeah, ignore those. They're losers. You man. have They're to ignore them, face, but these man. these kids yeah. don't.
2: Like, I'm I'm 35, so I think about like I, when I started getting on the computer. We had AOL and Instant Messenger, and then MySpace and oh, yeah. Facebook. Like, that's old. Like, like kids, like you my, my cousins laugh at that now. They're like, you you were on what? You were doing what? Like these young kids now, they live in this digital world. Even with the gaming, the video games, and the social media and TikTok, like it is real to them. They don't know the difference between like. Yo, get off your phone and go outside and touch grass. Right,
6: play some ball like my grandkids. They're out all the time. They're playing fall ball, baseball, and they're playing football on the school. That's what I plan on doing with my son.
2: I got to I got to teach my son right away. Hey, do not get so sucked into these phones, these tablets, these screens. Like, go live your real life.
6: My grandkids have phones, but they're limited in their usage. And they don't have the time between school and prepping for games and practicing. Yeah. That's their life. It's got to be limited. It, it can't be all
2: day. You can't have, you know, five, no, six no, hours no, a day no, stuck in the screen they don't time.
6: don't have time for phones.
2: Thanks for the call, Rocco. 877-337-6666. Yeah. Evan Neal is from Okeechobee, Florida. I don't know, probably an hour from Miami Gardens. I mean, let me look at look at uh, Google Maps and and see how far that is. So I think that's interesting, right? I said there's going to be a good amount of Giants fans down there because I know that. I I, I think it was last year, maybe two years ago. I know license plate play guy. Shout out to license plate guy. He he was down in Miami to root on the Giants uh, when they won that game in Tampa. I know there was a lot of. Giants fans out there, so I expect that to be the case as well. I know I went down there in 2015 to see the Cowboys. Miami, their tailgate is different. Their tailgate is different. It's a good time. It's a good time. John is in White Plains. What's up, John? You're on the fan. Hey, Keith. How are you? Good. Thanks for calling.
7: Um, I called you like a month ago to talk about some Tory stuff uh, on the bartender uh, who took care of yeah.
2: What's up, dude? I know exactly who you are.
7: Yeah, so, totally. um, obviously, man, respect, love what you do. Um, the last call you just had was great with that guy. It was, like, a super real call. Um, <laughs> Rocco's great. He calls
2: my show every night. He's got a good voice no, that was, and a good way about it.
7: Yeah, yeah, no, super legit dude. Yeah, I just finished a 12-hour shift behind my bar, so I drive from Connecticut back to White Plains where I live. So I always rock you out, so that's why I call and whatever. I actually just got home, whatever. Um, but that was actually like, I was going to talk about some sports but real quick, like with the social media thing that you guys are just talking about and how you have like fake life, um, category, you know, categorized like that. Yeah. It's, I was just talking with, uh, today.
2: okay, hold on. I just had to dump that for a second, but he sh- he should still be there. So yeah, you'll have to, uh, yeah, John, you still there am i here yeah you're there i just had to dump it uh you're good
7: okay so anyway so he um he and i were talking about that like these kids they don't know anything else but that i grew right. up without it
6: right
2: and we it watched it evolve dope. like when when i first got a, a I, cell phone like you that. couldn't go I, on there was no instagram you, there was no internet when i first got my nokia
7: Exactly. Like as a kid, I so and also like, like, so I was nine in 1983 when the Raiders won the Super Bowl, and that's when I fell in love. Kind of like when you were a kid in 1993 and you saw the success of the Dallas Cowboys, right? right? You fell in love with that team, and here we both are still waiting patiently, but we're true fans and we're just going to stick it out, ride or die. Yeah, Stay or down
2: not. till you come up. You know, one, one year they'll figure it out and it'll feel amazing when they do.
7: Yeah, hopefully I'll still be alive when that happens, but if I'm not, whatever, I'm not going to change. Trust me, Keith, I tried to change teams. It just doesn't work. Like, no other team, uh, when my Raiders win, there's no other team that makes me feel like that when they win. Bro. Right. I, I exercise. Um. So, basically, like, when I, like, I'll tell you a really funny story real quick. I tell people at my bar all the time, like these young kids that come in and they're, like, swiping for, like, on these dating apps, and I'm like, you have no idea what it was like, and like when I was a teenager, like to meet a girl. We I mean, you, it was work. I get I a
2: five-hour show on the dating apps and the difference between all of that,
7: right? Like, so, like, real quick, like, like I tell him, I'm like. First of all, there was no there was no cell phones zero, so you would actually have to go out hunt. You have to write to the a bar, phone number meet, down
2: on a piece of paper.
7: Yeah, if you can find a pencil at the end of the night when the bar is closed, otherwise you have to try to remember the number, right? So yeah, write it on your, number,
2: on the great. back of your hand or, or like on your wrist. <laughs>
7: yeah, wherever exactly, and then you finally like decide to you know muster up enough whatever to call them the next day. Then you have to talk to mom or dad on the phone, right? Because you're yeah. calling the house phone. Yep. You got to figure that. Hopefully, that's one obstacle. of Course, now you get her on the phone. Now you got to like convince her to like go out on a date. And if you get that lucky, now you got to write the directions down on a piece of paper. Now you're probably <laughs> going to get lost and show up late. Now you got to show up at the house. Now you got to meet mom. Now yeah. you got to pick her out with no cell up, phone to be out.
2: like, "Hey, I'm five minutes away. Where are you?" No, I'm like, talking oh.
7: maps around. Yeah. I got the map out of that. You know, you're dry like you're a kid. You know.
2: Yeah, I got I got to break John. Before. Thank you for the call and uh we got connect with me on social media, message me somewhere. 877-337-6666. When we come back, I definitely got to speak on the uh Tinder, Hinge, Bumble dating apps and like the progression from <laughs> when when I was younger and uh you know, you're going after uh you know, a girl and you're trying to court her, you're trying to get her number or whatever versus like now and I'll tell you a little story about like, you know, my own wife and my situation we'll we'll do that uh in the next hour because it can't all be zach wilson and daniel jones right 877-337-6666 we got a break and one hour left of my show we'll be right back after this
1: t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours